on this episode of the Fresh Wave podcast. Like, how many self-help books written now would still be applicable and still would make sense 2,000 years later? None. Like, if you think yeah. about the Bible as a way to help you, it's your guide, it's still applicable 2,000 years later, and that's at, like, the newest books are, like, 2,000 years old, basically. So if you really think about that, the fact that it has stayed around for so long and is going to continue to, it's still, we're finding things in it that we, like, didn't see before. Like, it's living and active. Like, you can't, it's self-evident that it is living and active. Welcome to the Fresh Wave Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 3, which is for youth, by youth. And Johnny. And Johnny. Today we are kicking off with what is the Bible. Um, this season we're going to be going over some foundational topics of behind Christianity um, and what Christians believe. And so it's been really cool to see um, us laying out the foundation of what that looks like. And for this episode, we have brought on Sabrina, a new guest. Hello. <laughs> um, she is such a good example about what uh, the word of the Lord means. She's always bringing in amazing insight. So I thought it would be really cool to have her on today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> First time, Fresh Wave Podcast. Yeah. So I'm a rookie think- here. You're rookie. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie season, high expectations. It's going to go great. We're still rookies. <laughs> yeah, right? We're, We're definitely still, still learning. <laughs> We're still in that as well. So we're glad to have you and glad to hear some of the, the wisdom you'll get to share with, with Scripture. And, you know, in our experience at, at youth group, you always got a verse ready. Yeah. I feel like yeah, this was like this was meant to be to have you on this topic. And anytime we're looking for a reference, you're ready to... to to quote it or, or, you know, say, well, what about one time in, in Genesis this happened? And so, yeah. you know, you know the word very well. So this is a, a suitable topic to yeah. talk about with you and to dive into. So it should be cool. Yeah. Most popular book of all time. Set best-selling book of all time, I think, typically every year yeah. or up there. Yeah. So this should yeah. be cool. So what is the Bible? How do we want to start this off? I don't know. I mean, I could start off with my verse, but (laughs) you might have something to share as well. I don't know. I mean, if we want to just start with what is the Bible as a whole to answer the question, I guess we can start with it is the inspired uh, word of God that tells the story of his plan for creation, basically from the beginning to what has not yet happened yet and how he's going to finish that all off. Amen. Amen. Well well said. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Right, Um, right. I think that is that is a great snapshot of what the Bible is, you know, also just God's word as well in short. And uh, to hear that this is what it is, like this is the inspired word of God, yeah. which means like this is, you know, ultimately I think when it comes to the Bible is a lot of times you could say, well, I just want to hear God talk to me. I want to know what he has to say. It's like we do, like yeah. we do know what he has spoken to us through his word. And I think sometimes we want, when we hear, we want to hear God speak to us. We want to think of something like audible like I want to hear it out loud, but sometimes we can look to what has already been said and that's been written in the Bible through his, so I love how he said that, like his story yeah. of salvation, the story of creation to what is uh, yet to come is, is great. Great way to, to phrase it. Yeah. Just to elaborate on story a little bit more. I think a lot of people uh, get the Bible confused and they think that the Bible is a book of rules. That's often what people think. They think it's just um, this condescending um, thing that we call God's word. And 
of course, I'm not going to lie. In the Bible, there are instructions about how to live. But um, what I liked about what you said is like, this is a story of God restoring his people. This mm-hmm. is a story mm-hmm. of um, Jesus marrying his bride. Like that is what it is. Like the entire thing from beginning to end is the story of how um, God loves people and how he does that and how he does that perfectly um, and how he saved humanity. And when I think a lot of people won't open the Bible because they think that it'll make them feel, you know, like they're being told a bunch of rules or laws or whatever, but that's wrong. The reality is when you study um, the word of God, you'll see how much the Lord is chasing you and how much God loves his people and how much he loves you and how much he saved you. Um, So I think that's often a lie that we've been told that we have to crush. Yeah. And one of the things I really love about the Bible is no matter where you are in your life, you can read the Bible and get something out of it. Like the first time I like ever really picked it up to start reading it, I got stuff out of it and understood it. Like there are obviously things that were way over my head and there's still a ton of stuff that I don't understand. And I don't like any of us are ever going to understand anything, Mm -hmm. like everything. But you can start at no knowledge and read the Bible and understand things and start to get a grasp of who Jesus is, what it means to be a Christian, who God is, all these sort of big questions in life. Yet you can read it after studying it your entire life and you can still learn so many things. And the fact that it is able to be applied over all these different levels of learning is, I think, incredible. And if you start to think about how many books ever written have that quality, how many books written by man like have that quality? And if you start to really think about the qualities that the Bible has, as opposed to other books, it has to be inspired by God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, something I found interesting was I was reading through, I think it was a theo- I think it was like a theology book last week, and I feel like often a lot of people will say, "Well, I'm just not smart enough to read the Bible and understand it. Like I need someone, I need someone else to do that for me." You know, there's a time period ages ago when really, like, obviously, not everyone could read, not everyone was literate. So literally, the only people that were reading the Bible were like the the, the pastors, the priests, whoever, because. Uh, they couldn't re- uh, no one else could read or it was only written in Latin at the time, right? Like Martin Luther wanted the Bible translated into uh, German or one, one of the more well-spoken read languages then. And they were like upset because they were like a lot of people only wanted the, the priest to be able to, to read it, understand it, and tell people. And what I read was you are not you don't have to come into reading the Bible wise. You read the Bible and you become wise Amen. by that. And I, I feel like that's kind of what you're saying before as well. And I think that's just a, 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 a truth we all have to we all have to believe and share with others is like, just read it. Yeah. Right? Like I just know so many stories of people just getting someone else a Bible. Just say, just read it. Read the gospel. Read Matthew. <laughs> read, just read it and just see what happens. And that is only because as what you said, like this just has to be the inspired word of God. Yeah. Um, just to go off of that, it is. Uh, if you think that you have to perfect yourself and then come read the word of God, perfect yourself and then go pray to God, that is a lie. It's not true. Um, there's a constant theme um, throughout this story that says the Lord accepts you as you are. He listens to you as you are. Um, he, You can come to him, come to his throne as you are. So there isn't any um, you becoming good and then you come read the Bible because now you deserve it. It's you read the Bible just as you are um, and the Lord changes you. It it goes, the Bible changes your, the Bible changes your heart. You don't change your own heart. And in a way that kind of takes off of burden off of yourself um, because God basically 
takes the responsibility and says, I'm going to mend your heart. I can do it. Let me do it. Yeah, and the Bible, I think, especially has this really interesting quality of being able to change our lives through what it says. Like, yeah. you think, like, some of these verses that just have, like, huge impacts, even if they're short, like, love your enemies. Like, that's a really powerful statement, and it's so short, and it really has this impact to be able to say things that make us stop a second and go, hey, wait a minute, I need to think about this in my life. And I just, I love that about the Bible. Yeah, I I think what's special about the Bible is, it's, yeah, like you said, so there's sometimes it's three words. Three words, but like think of the impact of that. Mm-hmm. Like if we were to truly live that out. And also knowing, it, like it never gets old. And like I know, I think Billy Graham, who was who a famous evangelist for many, many years, when he was in his 90s, he's like, I read the Bible and I still learn something new. Like it's really cool to know that like there's just an un... There's just an aspect of God that we like, he's never going to be fully comprehended on this side. Yeah. And scripture is just a way to, to, to catch glimpses and to, and to understand uh, at, at the capacity that we're able to, but you just see how beautiful, how, how powerful, how in awe we, we really should be of God. So it's really cool to, to be able to look to scripture for that. It's yeah. special. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, one of the things that I also wanted to mention Um, and we talk about the Bible changing us and we talk about how we can come as we are. Um, one really important thing, um, about reading the Bible is consistency in doing it. Um, I remember when I was, you know, if you, if you grew up in the church, (laughs) you know that you're told, read your Bible every day. And I never really understood that until I got older and realized the impact that it has on my daily life. Um, so in Matthew 4, 4, Um, Jesus says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And when you think about, um, eating or bread, as it says, like you eat every day, you eat three times a day because that's what you need to survive. Um, Jesus basically says my word, the word of God is like the same thing. You need this every single day to be fulfilled, to survive. I'm just as important. Um, I'm just as important as your breakfast this morning. Um, and so when you are in the word every day, you'll watch God slowly change your heart and your actions and your life. Yeah, I think sometimes we can get discouraged about reading the Bible because we'll say, I read it once. Okay, God, you got to change my life now, right? Yeah. Like we mm-hmm. want it to be immediate, but it's not always the immediate process. I mean, sometimes God does work immediately in answering prayers and like that kind of thing. But sometimes it's a slow process It's the process of reading the Bible to learn things and then slowly implementing them into your life and trying to work through those things. It's not always that God immediately changes your life after you read the Bible. It's if you continuously read the Bible, continuously ponders these things in your heart, you are going to then notice a change. Ultimately, it's just not immediate. It's more gradual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like those that get into the gym and expect after day one to be like, why don't I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why, <laughs> why is my body not completely different? <laughs> Uh, same thing with scripture. It's not always going to be a, a, a you know whole life turnaround in, in one day. And I think mm-hmm. if you build that habit, kind of like the gym, right? You go to the gym every single day, you'll slowly start to see results. And I think with scripture too, is you just gotta you just gotta go every day, regardless how you feel, regardless of what's going on in your life. You just gotta make that a, a habit that you get into, so that the word can truly start to form you and mold you. And I mean, we see that in so many other things, like whatever you fill yourself with is slowly what you'll become. So if you are worshiping and filling yourself with, you know, a certain type of music, you might start talking like that. If you start filling yourself with certain type of type of TV show, you might expect that 
to happen in your life, whatever it is. So I think with what we have here and talking about the Bible is we want to fill ourselves with that because this is what we believe to be God's word. And for me, just thinking about that, I wanted to read from the book of Hebrews in chapter 4, ESV, Tim, uh, verses 12 and 13 says this. It says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So I think for me, this verse is 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 essentially what we've been talking about. It's it's alive. It's active. It's not dead. Right? We're not filling ourselves with yeah. dead bread. <laughs> We're filling ourselves <laughs> with a, a bread that is giving us nutrition. It's helping us um, each and every single day. So I think it's just it's cool to just to see truly how powerful His Word is and how much it really does change change lives. Yeah. Um, one time, my aunt. And I'll always remember when she said this. My aunt said, like, sometimes people think the Bible is just an old, antiquated book, but wake up. (laughs) Like, wake up. It's it's more than that. The Bible is living. Like, this is something that, although it might seem ancient, it's not. Um, I can just give a testimony about my own life. Um, As I've, you know, grown older and began to read the Bible and study it for myself, that is when I truly, like when my heart finally understood who Jesus was and who the Lord was. It was quite literally from reading the Gospels. I understood, okay, so this is who Jesus is. And I began to fall in love with him slowly as I read through um, the Gospel for the first time. Um, and it, it changed my life. Although this was, you know, written these things happened, if we're just talking about like the New Testament, these things happened like a really long time ago in like the first century. That doesn't mean that it's not applicable and that it doesn't still change. God, God has, God is alive forever. God is not dead. God's word is alive. Um, and it changes us today. Yeah. And another thing about like it being living and stuff like how many self-help books written now would still be applicable and still would make sense 2000 years later? None. Like if you think about (laughs) the Bible as a way to help you, it's your guide. It's still applicable 2000 years later. And that's at like the newest books are like 2000 years old, basically. So if you really think about that, the fact that it has stayed around for so long and is going to continue to, it's still we're finding things in it that we like didn't see before. Like, it's living and active. Like, you can't... It's self-evident that it is living and active. It's so true. Like, what else... What other book are you passing down from generation to generation to generation? Like this. Like, this book I'm reading is the same book, like, my great-grandma read. Yeah. That changed her life. It's the same book I'm reading. Yeah. Like, that's so so amazing. Like, I remember my one one great-grandma was this tiny, tiny little old lady. She lived to be 99 years old. And she had a Bible... And she had this famous magnifying glass because, like, her eyesight was just so bad by the time she was 99. I mean, this thing was a fat old magnifying glass, and she would, like, just read scripture with this huge magnifying glass. But it's like, I'm reading that same thing. Yeah. It's changing my life. Changed yeah. her life. It's just so it's so incredible to think about. To think about that, just God's word being faithful and true for, like you said, for centuries. Yeah. Nothing else matches like you were saying, there's nothing else that matches. Um, no self-help book or whatever fictional story will change your life. Um, and that's because this isn't just a book. This is God talking to you. That's why it's changing your life. 
it's God's word. It's not just, um, it's not just a series of pages. This is what God has to say. So Sabrina and Felicity, what does the Bible mean to you on like a day-to-day basis? Well, I mean, I think I kind of see it as everything I'm going to need if I have a struggle, if I have a problem. If I'm feeling sad, there's verses for that. If I'm feeling like I need like guidance, I need to make a decision. If I need something, I can go to the Bible. I can understand it. And it helps me. It's the lens through which I conceive the world around me, through which I can make sense of the evil that goes on in the world, through which I can make sense of the good that happens in the world. This is the way that I can understand and sort of, I guess, like rectify in my mind what goes on. It gives me a lens to view the world around me. That's great. I feel like terms I feel like I hear is uh, having a biblical lens, a biblical worldview. That's great. How about you? Yeah, I think for me, um, nothing has changed my heart like this. Like nothing has changed my soul like this. Like the Bible has truly, and it obviously still is, has reoriented my mind and my heart and my life and what I want to do with it. I know that um, this is the most, I know that this is the hope I found. I know that this is the light I found and I'm never going to live the same. Um, When I read the Bible, um, I just know that the Lord is mending things that are broken, that he's inspiring new things in my life, that he's causing me to be more humble, causing me to be more kind, um, causing me to be more like him. Honestly, that's what the Bible has done for my life. It's made me like Jesus. Um, That's because the Holy Spirit has just changed me through God's word. That's what I would say. It's made me like Jesus and also make me like Jesus. <laughs> That's perfect. Right? That's so perfect. <laughs> and then eventually, and, and love too. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think for, for me, God's word every day is just showing me who he is. And I love it. Like I could just read it story after story of just saying, well, that's who God is. That's how faithful he is. That's how powerful he is. That's how merciful he is. That's how I love reading the New Testament when uh, it talks about Jesus having compassion on on someone and that led him to to heal them, led him to be there for them. So I, I just love seeing who God is through his word. And like you said, how that how that pierces, as I read in Hebrews, pierces my soul to be like him as mm-hmm. well. So it's so it's so great. Yeah. It's so great. I love reading it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. Well, Sabrina, we have three top three. Is that what we're doing? Top three. Top three. Talking about the Bible. So for you, what are your top most read? Top three most read bi- uh, books of the Bible. Uh, Romans is number one. That is my oh, absolute favorite fire. book of the Bible. Love Romans. Romans. Love it. Second. Oh, I don't know. This is a hard choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> There's what? How many books are there? There's 66. 66. Yeah. Um, Esther, probably. No. Oh. Esther. Yeah. Good choice. That's, I just love her story and like her boldness to go and go before the king where she could have been killed to save her people. And I also really like how God's fingerprints are all over the book when his name is never actually mentioned. I was going to say, isn't that, Esther the book where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, cool. Last one, probably Philippians. Like, whatever I'm going through, no matter, like, how hard it gets, I can read Philippians and be like, yeah, you know, it's really not that bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Those are great Solid choices. choices. Yeah, those Solid are, choices. Those are good choices. I was just reading Philippians. I was actually talking about, in our uh, devotional thing we've been sending out, I've been talking about 
uh, be, yeah, just being faithful and, and reading God's word and spending time with him and that it'll just, it'll change your life. And I quoted Philippians. I kind of have it memorized, but I don't want to misquote it. Good eating. Do you, do you have acronyms? How do you find books? What do you mean? Like, like if you're trying to figure out where a book is in I the have Bible. a song. <laughs> so oh, I the, the four letter, the four Paul's letters, like Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, is like good eating popcorn, Chris. Oh, okay. I just like, I know they're all in the same place. <laughs> and I'm like, well, if I flip around long it's enough around in this there. general area, I'll find it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I like Philippians 1, 6. I think it kind of ties into what we've been talking about and just being faithful in that. And it says this, and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So if God has, cre- has began a work in you and you are reading his word, you're faithful in that, like God is going to complete the good work he started in you. So I think it's just, Amen. it's so encouraging. I mean, like you said, there's just a verse, I feel like there's a verse for everything. <laughs> like yeah. just open it up, read it, and God will speak to you through that. That's really awesome. So, okay, Romans, Esther. Philippians. Philippians. Those are good choices. Go read those three books. Sabrina's <laughs> top three. Yes. Mark it down. Yeah. Try it out. Romans sure. is my number one still, though. Do Romans Forever. first. I Everyone. feel like the more and more people I ask, Romans is yeah. one or two. Like, if it's not one, like a gospel <laughs> might be one, and then Romans is two, but it's an awesome book. It's <laughs> so clear. Mm-hmm. If you need clarity about the Bible, go read Romans. <laughs> it's clear and convicting. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Two good things we need need in life: some clarity and conviction. <laughs> and conviction. <laughs> like so I want to go to church today and get convicted. <laughs> and experience Anybody else have clarity. that thought? Get some clarity. I love it. So awesome. Well, what is the Bible? Hopefully, if you're watching, we answered your question. If you were asking this question yeah. yourself, Sabrina brought brought some great words of wisdom and recommendations. Cool. Recommendations. <laughs> yes. What is the Bible? Where to start? Go read Romans. Yeah. Start there. So thanks for everyone for joining us on this topic. Um, Have a great Thursday, and we'll see you next week. Thank you, Sabrina, for hopping on.